0: Hello and welcome to Breaking Lead. I'm your host Michael and joining me again for another week is JD. How are you, mate? How was your weekend?
1: Um absolutely fantastic actually, yeah. It was pretty busy. It was pretty busy, it had to work a little bit, but that mm-hmm. was alright. Yeah,
0: yeah, thank you for your help on the carts. I needed that. That was a
1: problem, that was a bit of an adventure one for you at first.
0: Oh what, that was my tenth round. We do what, four round four races around. Yeah. So I've done forty races this year. I finished thirty nine of them.
1: Yeah, so you want to tell everyone what happened? No, <laughs> that
0: race shouldn't have started.
1: That, that's why. I, it's uh, true. It's true. I'll defend him there. Um, what happened?
0: Well, I had no pace this weekend, so I qualified right at the back. Yeah. Um, starting at the back is, well, that's where the trouble is.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the
0: race, the race that I didn't finish. Um, we started at the back. There was a and you were bloke that's obviously on his P's as well. We had Formula One styled lights this weekend, which was actually really cool to have at the track. Normally you've just got old mate standing there with a flag and he goes, go, yeah. but we actually had a lighting board. And yeah. so on our roll around laps, they flashed orange. And then once we completed the first, we got two roll around, well, yeah, kind of one roll around and then we sort of form up. As we come around past the I'd say pit exit, but where the staging area is, yep. the lights turn from flashing Forming orange area, to um yeah. to red. Yeah, and you don't accelerate until the lights go off. So we've all formed up, and you know what it's like—no acceleration. There's how many people accelerate? Oh crap! No, I can't go. He didn't go yet. Uh, Everyone's anticipating bit, the launch. A little bit of a
1: concertino constantly. Yes, um, sort of tends to end up touching the cart in front of them, and then
0: being a being a bit cl- being you know close titles. Everyone was trying to you know really put it on. A bit there was a, there was a few yeah. times of people going and go, um, stopping. So that actually was a launch. I was like, oh, crap, are we going? And i went, like, the lights aren't out yet. And I sort of held back. But the other bloke in the cart who was last, he gave himself a bit of a gap before the next cart. So he's accelerated when everyone sort of took off but didn't fully go. And he's just plowed into the back of another guy, span him. I'd seen this because we hadn't even got onto the straight to where we do the staging area at this point. So two carts are already off. I've sort of given old mate space because I didn't want to be taken out then. Thought, oh, well, we've had an accident at the formation grid. We're not going to, the lights aren't going to go out. And I looked up, nut lights are out, everyone's gone. I'm like, oh, we're off, (laughs) we're racing. So managed to try and catch up, Um, come around past, I think it was turn two. And there was three or four cars already piled up on the inside of that corner there. They had a previous incident that I sort of just... uh, Rocked up on, arrived at the scene. yeah. Tried to go around the outside, and it's one of those things when you when you're in the cart and you see carts already come together and they're on the inside of the corner at the apex. You feel like they're stopped because they're like they're not moving anywhere near as fast as what you are. So I was like, yeah, they're not moving, or I've I've gone out wide enough, I'll get around them. But one of them was still obviously moving a bit and spinning. Yeah, um, hit my left rear.
1: It's it's probably uh, one right. of the hardest things to learn when you start racing is when there's an incident in front of you whether you go to the inside of the incident or you go to the outside of the incident because the momentum of the cart which way they spin exactly, well yeah like which I knew, I had, honestly, I, knew well I had obviously I knew I had to go to the
0: outside because the inside was full of three carts parked up on there But yeah, exactly around that corner it's there's a lot of crap on the outside of it and I was yeah, like when already off- trying to go at pace to catch up to everyone it's
1: an off camber corner too if you step out a little bit. Further off the racing line that corner um the way it's cambered you' you quite often come a of grief anyway, yeah, you yeah. Up in the well, there was already another
0: and... bloke off the side there anyway, yeah. um so anyway, I got hit, span off onto the dirt, um thought the car I thought I was done when I first that first hit, and I stopped i was like, oh, ever yeah, done uh, put my foot on the accelerator like you'd always do just to go is the cart still alive and you're like yep not nah, still moving let's go and i had a bit of a bounce in the rear i was like okay well maybe it's because i'm on the dirt and i'm on a bit of an angle and got back onto the black stuff and went to go again and i could hear the rear gripping on something and still had this massive hop and at that point i was like i think she's done i'm not going to get 10 laps out of this <laughs> so i pulled off to the infield and had my first dnf of the season and
1: yeah, it was a uh, it was an interesting start to that race. <laughs> mm, <laughs> One of yeah. the more interesting ones I've seen this year. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a good it's a good place to learn. But you, you, I'm sure you learned a lot from that experience, from that very short race. Yeah, and
0: look, I thanks to you and um, the Websters from Territory Karts, they help us really smash out and return. They lent me an axle. Yeah. Um, that's... lent hands. We smashed that out before well before we had to go out again
1: uh, i reckon reese and i mainly reese <laughs> yeah reese was pretty good on the tours had the axle out and changed i reckon five minutes mm. maybe 10 I, th- I think the open was still going
0: like the open class was still racing and we had that axle changed
1: yeah yep um reese has had plenty of practice and axle changes not yeah. not because he crashed a lot but you know chasing that last half a tenth or a tenth of a second or making a car last through a race they obviously uh they've been cycling a few axles through their carts so this year, going the extra mile trying to get to the top. Mm. So,
0: so I've I've got this banana I could hang in the practice. office now, I think.
1: Yeah, she's she's got a nice little crease in it and a nice little boomerang end on it.
0: Hey, mate, last, last end of the year. What are you gonna do? We got out there, I managed to bring her home, the side pod was a bit tweet. Yeah, <laughs> look.
1: It's racing, isn't it? You're it always is, gonna catch every now and then. Um if you don't get damaged, you're probably not Mixing it, no. Either that, or you're that fast, and you're qualified first, and you're just taking off and leaving everyone. Every you know, no, so no one wants be to be like, like Nathan, right? Yeah, <laughs> old Nathan. He's a, he's pretty good at that. He was. He had some. He had actually had some competition this weekend. Yeah. So the open class was actually really close. That was, was. really cool.
0: That that final was actually a really good one to watch.
1: Yeah. Apart from the little incident they had at. Ah, that's what, what made it interesting. Yeah. Oh no, Except sorry. Yeah,
0: no, I didn't see that one. Um, I thought you're talking about, um, Zane and.
1: Yeah that's the oh, one. Oh that's the yeah, one. Yeah. yeah yeah. Yeah so I'm sure they'll argue over who did what for oh, a long well. time.
0: <laughs> it's done and dusted now. It's, it wasn't for points, it was for championship and Yeah there was Yeah a and play- he had two laps to go and Nathan was out in front at that point now.
1: And played at the end of the day that's what they wanted so
0: but I mean, all in all, like so. Thank you very much for helping me out through this season. I really much
1: appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. I um, hope you've learned a lot, and and you hope I buy um, a new cart so you've got yeah, something to drive exactly. for next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the check in the mail for the uh, <laughs> for the help all year. <laughs> I gave you a drive.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, let's kick it off. We do. We want to jump on to Formula One first. Or do we? Should we talk about the
1: other open wheel racing that sort of happened on the weekend? I'm excited to talk about what happened on the weekend. I reckon All let's right. let's cap that off and then we can and then we can dig into the Formula One. We had the inaugural round of
0: the S5000. How at Sandown.
1: Awesome was this weekend for racing. It was really good.
0: Yeah, it was. Now I watched qualifying and Sunday's race because Saturday obviously we were at the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Qualifying was good quick they look pretty good on tv to be honest
1: yeah i i can't wait to see them in person yeah to hear i can't wait to hear them we heard them last year we heard one of them around uh, at newcastle Newcastle, and it sounded fantastic can you imagine a whole field of them they're gonna be amazing so I, i can't wait for that uh i can't wait to see them driven um in uh, it, like driven hard in person as well, because obviously the ones in Newcastle we didn't really get to watch. Uh, pushing they were obviously out there just doing siding laps and showing everyone what the cars look like, sound like, etc. Um, but yeah, it, the racing on the weekend was really really good. We actually the fellow that we actually helped um at the at twelve Bathurst, hour, yeah, yeah. Tim Macro. he weekend. was
0: he was on it. He was um one of the drivers I think got announced towards the end of. All the announcements, I think after we recorded, or maybe that day that we recorded, it was announced.
1: Um, And he was just on form. Yeah, he was. And I I can understand a little bit because he's done a lot of development driving for Gary Rogers in that car. Yeah. So that car he was actually driving was the first one built. Yeah, he
0: did say this is 001. This is the first chassis.
1: So, and he, Tim's been doing, Tim runs an engineering company, a race engineering company as well. So... He was doing a a lot of the, the sort of testing and tuning of the cars to make sure they're all, you know, correct. When they hit the circuit, they were going to be right the first time.
0: It was good to have Rubens Barrichello on the field. How I think that awesome added, was
1: that? That added a... Legitimacy, I A little
0: reckon. legitimacy, a bit of public interest that we needed, um, but also a good benchmark.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, um, Rubens obviously isn't race fit at this present time. and He's um, still racing... The yeah, stop I mean, he's I mean, not not his Formula One
0: thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, what did you think of the the open wheeled racing at the bend? That not the bends at Sandown. It was like, I'm thinking they like, go. Well, this track's a bit dangerous with these cars. There's no runoff. Yeah,
1: and we've was, seen that
0: in the final race.
1: It, yeah, it was a little bit like that, wasn't it? Uh, obviously, it reminded Alex me a lot Davison's of old race. school
0: r- race tracks. Yeah, I mean,
1: Sandown is an old racetrack. track. I guess we probably should cover, like, there was a pretty big incident in the final race, um, well, in the feature race.
0: Do we know exactly what happened there? Because Bradham and Davison were involved.
1: Yeah, so uh, all I can say is what I've read from Brabham's side of it, yep. his side of events. I haven't seen Alex Davison's side, but Brabham puts his hand up and said it was his fault. Um, he's like, they were battling to pass each other. He got a, a run on Alex. Mm-hmm. He he went to go one way, Alex sort of moved over, so he swept back the other way, but they Clip must the have just had an overlap of the nose and he touched the crash box, the extension on the back yeah, of the car. Yeah, these cars
0: are quite long. They're over three metres. They must be longer than a Mercedes Formula One car.
1: They are quite a long car, actually, yeah. They, remember back in um, Newcastle, I remember standing next to it thinking it was quite long. Um, so, yeah, and he just clipped that crash box. You know, But when you're going at those speeds... It just turned Alex and he, and he bounced off the walls. It was a massive
0: crash. I was actually messaging Mitch when this was happening. I've just gone, whole oh, crap. Like, oh, yes. I really hope he's all right. Because I was like, this is not what we need for the first race.
1: Yeah, it, it was kind of sad because it cut the race short as well. It did, because then there was 50 minutes of repairs to the track. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but he got out of the car.
1: Testament to the car. Uh, one, they said the chassis looks like it's okay. It's going to get crack tested, but it looks like the chassis is going to be rebuilt. That's pretty good. Which is pretty amazing for such a... Like it was on a straight into Armco fence. No tire walls, no yeah. gravel traps. And hit that fence and went straight into the other fence yeah, across the road. it was, it was a f- substantial crash. So it shows you the cars. The, obviously, Dallara build the chassis, which are, you know, they build F2 chassis. They build like all these open wheel chassis, carbon fiber chassis. So they know what they're doing. You know, they've gone to the best to get it done. They actually build the, the KTM Crossbow mm. um, GT4 chassis as well that we we're working on. So they, they've they got the best technology in these cars to keep the drivers safe, obviously. And uh, it shows on the weekend with such a big crash and Alex just getting out he of the got car, and, of walked the car and walked away. I was like, oh, thank God. I was so happy to see that. I was scared when I was watching it, to be honest. Yeah. It was a pretty substantial crash into LMCO. Because there was no runoff. It was like, bam, straight into it. Yeah, it was such a hard hit. It was so quick. Yeah. So, but Bravin put his hand up and he's so apologetic. Like, he's mm. like, I really didn't think we had an overlap, etc. cetera. Um, you know, it's really sad to see the race end this way. And um, I hope Alex is all okay. I think Alex was actually driving a Bravin car too, prepared car. Oh, was it? So, yeah. So that's, um, I, I could be wrong on that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he was.
0: Well, they head to the bends, the Bend Motorsport Park on November 15th and 17th.
1: Now, I think that track is going to be good for them. I think so too. How good? I reckon they'll run the long track as well. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Um, they were pretty quick too. I was. Pretty they'll impressed. do a 105, 108? Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what a supercar does, but th- these things were pretty quick. Last year, Jamie did a one o seven eight. It's Pretty impressive. is it? They're pretty
0: much doing supercar pace
1: with less cars on track. So the track would have been not as rubbed in.
0: Hmm. Um, I think that was actually pretty good, to be honest. That's a
1: very good result. Barrichello did a tour of Tickford as well. You I see he that. He was going around everywhere. He was at the AFL. He was at Tickford. He had a drive in a simulator. Like yeah, he was so all over the place. Thomas
0: Randall, actually, he borrowed a helmet vent or something. He borrowed something off Randall. Yeah, okay. And then Randall's like, hey, do you want to come um, check out the Tickford shed so they're like yeah no worries this was after qualifying they got in the car and then they drove down to tickford (laughs) that's awesome because he was done for the day yeah and yeah then he's he's, um he's got to sit in chas mostard's car yeah um he was like oh Rubens like didn't get a chance to meet tim edwards again because they used to work together when they're at jordan
1: there you go yeah that's right because quite a lot it's actually surprising how many people in our supercar field used to work in f1 yeah not many drivers, obviously, but <laughs> I'd I say none. But uh, all there's quite a lot of crew and and team crew and engineers etc. That have been somewhat involved in F one. So it's
0: you know I'm interested to see if
1: Rubens will come back. It would be nice to see someone dip their hand in their pocket and continue Rubens to go for maybe because he's heading back
0: over to Brazil. To like he's to already to gone. he's some, already back yeah, over yeah, there now. Of course, of course. Um. And he said, you know, he come over here, he's look on his bucket list is to do the 1,000, but I swear that's probably like every, me, any media person who comes over, like any media will ask a race driver that when they come around this time of year. Yeah.
1: What do you think of the Bathurst 1,000?
0: Oh, I would love to do it, but, you know. I, I think g- any
1: Australian media in general, uh, they, we quite well, often. That's our
0: big race. It's, it's our grand final in the middle of our season.
1: It is. It is. It really, like you look at uh, Davey
0: summed it up really well on his podcast the other way. He's like, it's the only race everyone wants to win. Yeah. He's like, if you can't win a championship, you want to win Bathurst.
1: Yeah, and and quite a lot of drivers actually put Bathurst above championships. Mm. So it is actually quite a mixed field when you go through the field. Where Shane Van Gisbergen
0: puts championships over Bathurst.
1: Jamie's the same, isn't it? Where Craig was always Bathurst over championships.
0: What do you reckon of Craig and Jamie's chances?
1: I don't know. Jamie disappointed me a little bit with that driving past safety car. Obviously, brought up some memories. He won't memories. do it again. He, he better will. not do. We, he better not do it again. We said that last time, didn't we? He we always, did. You know, like I can understand why he was frustrated and wanted to continue, but um, yeah. Anyway, we won't dwell on well. I've, that. We t- I've listened to a that. few
0: like the drivers talking about it, and pretty much all the drivers like I can understand why he went and did it. He shouldn't have done it. But I know exactly why he did it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But so. with his experience of what happened last time, I don't think, like both times, he was not the leader and it picked him up, and he knew he should be in front of it. Maybe it's because Supercars hate him. What they they put the light on still.
0: That that was a a. Pl- I, I had a plausible thought the other day. This is not <laughs> this is not Supercars hating Jamie Wincup or anything. But I <laughs> a almost plausible think thought. Go, that cracks, did away from the that. Supercar? Did the did the guy in the safety car think he had the green light on? No, I think... He was pulled off well to the side like they normally do when they allow him to pass. That's the only reason why I thought,
1: mm, possibly. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Because I, I, normally sure. when they've got the
0: orange light on and they want to hold the fill, they drive smack center, bang yeah, in yeah. the centre. He was not in the centre around that.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He had let other cars through, which was weird, just in front of Jamie. So... Mm. I but it's, so we haven't we King haven't even
0: touched on it. Um Jamie Wincup and Chaz, uh, Chaz Mostert. Jamie Wincup and Waters. Cam Waters have both been let off with a uh, don't yeah. do that again. God, um
1: I, I really was disappointed in how Cam's handled it. I understand they should have given um them both warnings, probably less Chaz, more Jamie.
0: Oh uh, well no Chaz. Chaz no, Chaz, no, not Chaz bloody waters. waters, sorry.
1: Yeah. Um but I think Jamie definitely deserved a warning like you can't personally you can't attack him attack him you can say the decisions that were made were bad blah 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 but you should never you should never play the person you should play the system or play the game with the whole system Mm -hmm. um that got a little personal too quick and some of the guys that you know they make the rules essentially they're the ones going to penalise you probably don't go at them like that no
0: so but it could be handled a lot they both come out so Jamie and Cam's released a joint statement. Waters was not involved in this, yeah. even though I think. Do you think Waters' comments were probably worse because they were in a written press release, supposed to Jamie's comments, which were I didn't live. His,
1: I didn't read his. Um, well, it was press on release. the official
0: Tickford post race press release.
1: I, well, I have watched him do that interview, so I think they just transcript Oh, that. okay.
0: Well, Red Bull definitely didn't put Jamie's as a, an official. because no, they're smarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if, if you release it as a press release in paper on, you know, words on paper, boom, that is that is your official comment. Isn't one thing to be like, oh, that's a press release. I can't change that. But Jamie's saying that straight out of the car, pretty much yeah. holding his helmet still. Yeah, you can get a, anyway. We anyway, we touched on that. That was that was everyone talking about that last week. Now everyone's forgotten about it, and who cares? Let's go on. <laughs> but cams come out and both said, you know, mistakes were made on both sides. <laughs> but I just just
1: yeah. man up and say, look, we've made a mistake, and or we've handled the situation wrong, and we're going to do a better job of it next time. That's what all the teams want to hear. It's all what the fans want to hear is we want good racing. We don't want the officials to be getting involved unless they have to, mm-hmm. i.e penalising someone because they've done something wrong. Um, shit happens. It went wrong. Let's yeah. move on. We'll move on. So. Did you watch...
0: I posted the thing up on our Facebook of the you episode... Called, you called me out
1: on this. <laughs> to... For... Um, enforcer and the Dude. Uh, yes. I watched about five minutes of it yeah i, I know i know because anyway, you're watching you that when, me, you know, what do you want to talk to me about
0: he was watching just he was watching that as he walked inside the house today when he's like come in i'm like what are you listening to he's like oh that thing you posted up on our page <laughs> i haven't watched it yet and i was like well i'll delete that off the show notes but we're not we're going to go into it um there was a little bit where they touched on about the safety car roland dane did a big explanation
1: of um I haven't got to that bit yet. no because that's that episode's like two hours long Oh okay. Well, I was dreaming when I thought I'd just stick it on in the car and listen to it. Ah, on no, the way, way no way, no <laughs> way! It is a
0: really—it's probably their best episode they've done. Yeah, I highly be. recommend everyone going to check it out. Um, it was quite funny at parts. There's, I actually had a good giggle throughout the whole episode. So it had Brian's story, the team manager of DJR Team Penske, and yep. Roland Dane, the owner of. Triple Eight, yeah, both on there talking to Paul Morris, Russell Engel, mainly talking about parody, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you know, what's going on, trying to explain it to the people that it's not like the whole time they were going, like, Russell keep going to um Roland, like, so you're jumping up and down, making all of these changes, and he's like, I wish I had this pool in supercars, he's like, I'm not even on the commission. Yeah, yeah. There's a law that all the teams have agreed with at Supercars, when they made Supercars, and I think all the teams ratified it again in 2013 when they brought in Car of the Future, that they all must have technical parity. Yeah. That, And if there's not, Supercars must enforce technical parity.
1: Well, I think the thing a lot of people are forgetting is that we've discussed in other episodes, obviously, but look at last year. There was this... Everyone's already forgotten. Last year, the ZB come out, and there was a jump up and down about the panels, etc. Mm-hmm. Everyone just acts like that never happened, but it happened. Yeah, and we we tried to match the obviously the the Falcon aerodynamics was never going to be able to be tunable to try and match up with with the ZB. So they they did do a little bit, but they couldn't they couldn't do everything. But they tried to get the center of gravity down by allowing. The panels to be fiber, carbon fibers and etc. Roland was panels. saying
0: a lot of the issues related back to the old supercars technical department.
1: You yeah, had okay. people
0: who were well smarter working for the teams yeah. than that was at the technical department. He's like, I can show you all the emails that I sent off to the technical department going, how much do you want this roof to weigh? They're like, what do you mean? He's like, I can make it weigh 11 kilos. It can weigh 10. It can weigh Eight. It can weigh seven. What do you want? And their response was, we don't care.
1: Huh.
0: There you go. And then they gave the option to the other four teams going, do you guys want to run a steel roof or do you want to run a composite roof? And they're like, no, ah, we'll stick to the steel. Because they were so. everyone was so used to how the cars were that they were really well balanced. When all this new technology come in, the fact that Roland pretty much said they had to go to composite guards on the ZB because it was unjustifiable to buy them from Europe and ship them across. Yeah. What the teams used to do with the Falcon and the Commodores was pretty much go down to Elizabeth and whatever the other manufacturer in Melbourne, go buy all the ones that have failed QC and mold them a little bit to fit on the cars. Exactly. But now they're running all these fiberglass panels and they're running the fiberglass bonnets and stuff that they're actually saying they're saving a heap of money now. Like the old VF bonnets used to crumple and get destroyed nearly every race. Now yeah, they can yeah, reuse, exactly. these new yeah. bonnets don't crumple in that. And they're saying, well, it's they good. get bent and then it just pops yeah. it back out. They're saying yeah. it's good. It's bad for the merchandise guys because they can't sell all these old panels at the truck.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well, and Plus was, they're repairable. So hmm. like if you have a, a, a incident with a steel panel, it's got that steel has a lot of memory where with the composites, it might get a tear in it. Like it'll fold and tear along where it folded. They'll cut that section out or repair the Yeah, you tear can patch a new bit in there and it'll and pretty much hold back to its essentially original mold. It adds bugger or weight to the car, so it's, it is doable. And here they go. Just put another lick of paint over it, sticker it, and she's done.
0: But they did. Anyway, we won't bash on too much about it. But when they did ask Ryan's story how many, they call them carryover parts, and that's parts from the um, manufacturer onto the race car. They asked. They're like, how many carryover parts are there on that Mustang? Side mirrors, door handles, tail taillight. But they don't even run the manufactured tail lights because they can make them themselves cheaper than it is to buy them.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: But Paul Morris had a thing and he was like, he was pretty much saying that it's, yes, the ZB, doesn't have factory panels on it because they manufactured their own because it was cheaper but you can still grab that bonnet and put it on the zb yeah, yeah. they need it's like it's the dna of the sport that you need to keep and this is yeah. what we did now we're now makeshift regs my regs was you have to use some factory panels or at least have them fit onto the yeah, factory exactly. cars but i mean and roland was very well you know he pretty much hats off to ryan's story he said look is we're in a job of Winning races, he built a car within the rules to do it.
1: Yeah, of course. But they, yeah. Anyway, it's it was it with it. I think the problem a lot of people have found, and it's stupidity, really. In the end of the day, everyone goes, but there was a gentleman's agreement that we were all gonna sort of still make our cars look like the car, etc., blah blah blah. But then, nothing not in, in it, paper. Yeah, there's nothing in paper, and also these guys make big dollars out of. Winning. Yeah, yeah. Huge money. So, especially Roland, because he's selling all the gear that they build in these cars. Uh, Roger Penske's side of it, I think they're... I, I'm not sure why. he you got a billion dollars, on don't to sell it. He's yeah. got a
0: thing. He doesn't like getting rid of cars. <laughs> he got rid of never. those other two, like, didn't
1: he? <laughs> yeah, but they didn't build those. Yeah, I know.
0: That's why he was happy to sell them.
1: So, um, but yeah, it, it is interesting. Like, obviously, they make money out of advertising and winning a lot. It's easier to sell the, the, the doors, the, the bonnets, the guards, everything.
0: So... The 2021 regs have been pushed back to 2022. So we're not going to change because Holden has agreed and signed on the dotted line saying, we're going to race the Commodore up until 2021. It's given them, all right, let's get everything right and get it done in 2022. So you're probably going to find big changes. in then the end of the year, the Nissan, the Commodore and the Mustang, I think a selection of maybe you're probably going to grab two of each. So we're going to have six cars. They're going to go to a couple of racetracks and they're all getting V catted again. Yeah. And they're getting downforce pulled off the car. We're talking like up to 30% of the downforce removed.
1: Yeah. Which will be good for passing as well. Like we're going to, we're going to stop this arrow wash. That's well, they keep a going
0: like, Oh, this. the Commodores put that extra gurney strip on the back of the wing to give them more downforce. Cause they're like, Oh, we don't have as much downforce as this. And you're like, that just means you can't follow behind.
1: Yeah, it's making it harder and harder and harder to follow unless you, you unless you've got a tyre overlap like you're dominant. Like admittedly, the racing's still pretty good, so we can't complain too much. No,
0: it's it is. Well, on the weekend it was pretty good. You had Commodore Falcon, Commodore Falcon, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, Mustang, sorry. Um, fly by wires also are being approved.
1: Yeah, see, that's now come in as an option. Yes. So I wonder whether people are going to take up on it or not. I'd seen Roland come out originally when they said so there was no it. benefit. They said the benefits very, there was basically no benefit and the cost was very high.
0: I think that's more if new manufacturers wanted to come in. I don't know, it but it's an option.
1: I'm sure we'll see it. I'm it's sure going to be, an, or Davey it. could
0: have done with fly by wire on the weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have helped them in <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand. Um, last
0: thing about New Zealand, team Kiwi was going to try and do a wild card. Um, couldn't get it done.
1: Yeah, I think... They had a car, they had two drivers,
0: that they were just short 20% of their budget and didn't have an engineer.
1: Yeah, I, I think that was going to be... Yeah, it was a big problem, really. They they come out a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think it was Speed Cafe broke a story about it that mm-hmm. they were very close to being on the grid, but they weren't sure if they could make it Uh, money-wise, funding-wise. But obviously, in the end, it fell through, unfortunately, because it would have been good to see them back out there we haven't seen them for a couple, a couple years of years. Now. Yeah,
0: they want to be out there for Adelaide, so we'll see how they go. Um, anyway, we haven't even touched on the Formula One. Let's go Formula One racing. Quickly touch on pre- uh, qualifying.
1: Yeah, go for it. What do you want to talk about? Q three. Q three. Yes, I like Q three. Q three was good. All right. Well, let's dig in. What What was your pick for this weekend? My pick? Yeah. Like who I picked? Or yeah, what? who you picked?
0: I picked Charles Leclerc.
1: And I think... I think you rubbished I, me. I, I rubbished <laughs> you. I think Mitch thought you were silly as well. I think everyone thought uh, was, uh, I, should get a, I should get a point for just having the balls to go Ferrari. Ferrari themselves rubbished you. Uh, I think everyone... Mercedes were like... I talked to Toto and he was like, Michael has no idea what he's talking
0: yeah. about. I had I had a, f- a friend that went over to Singapore to watch the race and she yep. had her dad come over from Greece to watch the race with her. And he's a big Ferrari fan. And yep. he even said to her going, oh, out of all the race, we should have gone to Italy. You know, at least Ferrari would be competitive. Like Ferrari was competitive there and they won. Yeah. The Ferrari is going to be nothing here. And I'm sending her messages going, Oh, oh like don't who are you go! Yeah, I might go. Like, go Ferrari. buy yourself an orange shirt or saying or a yeah. Mercedes hat because you know that's who's going to win. Um, wow, boy, was I even
1: wrong? It yeah. Those upgrade <laughs> updates <laughs> they I'm, brought to the I'm car. Speechless. I know, <laughs> I know. I thought they were going to be. I think Martin Brundle was quoted at. Saying that he thought Ferrari would be a second down on pace.
0: Yeah, and then there was points in practice that Mercedes was a second down. I'm like, holy
1: crap! I, I looked at practice. I'm like, what's going on here? This is weird. I'm like, ah, mm. oh, Ferrari, typical, running the engine modes higher. Yeah, yeah, doing Mercedes, that. Mercedes sandbagging. Yeah. and then I'm like, get into qualifying. I'm like, what is going on here? Like. Why is why is Red Bull and Mercedes not turning, yeah, turning wait, the wick can't Turn them up, turn them up, mate. <laughs> well, where, when's the pace going to start? So nope. I got
0: home from the track and managed to chuck on the Formula 1 and I was at, I think there was nine minutes left of Q3. Yeah. So okay. I got to see the good bit.
1: Yeah, I I, I was quite lucky. Um, obviously, we were at the track until pretty much qualifying. So by the time yeah, I got home, I watched 10, the whole 10 qualifying. 10.30 yeah, when we finished. Good. So um, no, it was it was a, my my jaw hit the ground. I was pleasantly surprised, but because I, re- well, I sent the really cha- I the made orders. the chat go off. Well, me and you anyway. Well, I was like, that's my boy, <laughs>
0: uh, Charles. How many times he almost hit the wall, mate? Yeah. How confusing was that onboard video where they go Vettel on the outside on board to Leclerc, who almost tags the wall, and then cut to an outside shot of Vettel. And then he's pulling in the pitch. And then he's pulling he's into like, the pitch. You're like, oh, that's obviously why he pulled in. He's, yeah. you know, shanked it. Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty confusing. Charles I was, was up was by him. half a second at one point on Lewis. Yeah,
1: yeah. he. Lewis yeah.
0: had a great sector three in that yeah. final lap.
1: Yeah, well, Charles was ringing its neck. And I guess it's like Monaco. It's one of those tracks where it kind of pays. High to, risk, high reward. Yeah, to ring it um he probably might have had more time on the table to be honest because i think he ringed its neck a little bit too much <laughs> he stepped that back end out too much yeah. and i think by the time he got into sector 3 there was he was just like i'm just bringing out. it home yep. yeah he was just trying to get it across the line as well as he could um but yeah spectacular show from ferrari they did a really good job obviously with their new updates it was actually something i've noticed through the field a lot of the updates seem to be working a, a lot better this year than versus the previous couple of years. I wonder whether it's the simplified front, front wing. wing.
0: I reckon it is because there's less aero
1: going off of it. Yeah, and I think it's you can't do as much with the front wing, so all these other like yeah, like you're not getting as much aero wash off the front wing, so you can all the bits they're adding further down the car actually seem to have it. it. Yeah, yeah, have are a, a working so. Um, that was a really present surprise because everyone seems to, other than Haas, seems to have their wind tunnels tuned in and when they bring parts to the track, they seem to bolt on the car and they don't seem to come unbolted again. Like no. Because they they're all seem to be working, which is really nice. The other thing is, how good was the racing this weekend? They... they yeah. Like at a track, you can never pass. I watched so many passes. It
0: was good. I think it was probably because they did the first twenty laps at like safety car pace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you you're not wrong at all. There, the first twenty laps were quite slow, but it was pretty impressive. I I liked I liked the fact that we could watch some racing and um and really enjoy it. It made those.
0: it exciting. Like, the whole field was so bunched up because even the Williams was doing lap race
1: pace. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um. So what we got to do We don't need to make All the other cars faster We just need to bring Mercedes, Red Bull And Ferrari Back to the field Yep. And then we've got A good racing <laughs> We keep talking about Bringing the field Build to up, them but Yeah nah. nah Bring them down <laughs> Make them a, run on Old crappy tyres <laughs> Yeah we'll just We'll just give them 100 kilos or something Of ballast <laughs> So
0: what is your th- Oh mate They're talking about Ballast too Are Formula they for 1, one yeah. Not success ballast They're wanting to Thinking about couple of things were floated about different rule changes they could have done Is for this 2020. 2021? Yeah.
1: Or 2020. Oh, really? As early as next year? Yeah. So yeah.
0: everyone hates grid penalties, right? Yeah. No
1: one likes going, oh, well, you
0: change gearbox, you're at the back. Yep. So now they're talking about possible penalty ballast. Ooh. But then a lot of the teams are like, No. No, we designed our cars to run like this with this weight here. You run that; that's worse than bloody starting at the back. We won't even be competitive. Yeah, at least at the back you can try something and you can move
1: through. Oh, and it's it's like as much as it's like, oh, no, for example, on the weekend Ricardo had to start last because oh, he we had, can talk about that. So he had to start last, and we got the exciting part of a faster car at the rear working his way through. When you do the opposite and you have a fast car at the front with ballast in it. He's just going to walk backwards. Like, yeah, yeah. I understand they're trying to penalise you, but I don't I don't like it at all because, no. especially if you, say, you pole and then you, for some reason, have to change the gearbox overnight. They give you a 100 kilo ballast or something. I don't know how big the ballast would be, but it's <laughs> a, that's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. By the way, here's
0: Jim. He's sitting on your back <laughs> <wing>. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, like, are you then allowed to change complete setups? Because... Yeah, because your car's like, not you set up for that, but well, then your car, your car would be a park would, firm aid. Your car would run along the ground the whole way. Like, it, you know, there's a reason that at the start of the, the Grand Prix, they would have new um, skid plates at the front because they've got to race with all that fuel in them and they have mm. got to get through a Grand Prix with the... Um, I forget yeah, look, called. I
0: don't think that's
1: actually going to happen.
0: There was also talks about a possible qualifying races and reverse grid races on the sad day.
1: I think the qualifying races—they are talking about that. This is going to happen next year.
0: Not I everyone's happy. I Vattel's think Ferrari signed off on it, but yeah, but I think Vettel said it's a bit very gimmicky, and Hamilton wasn't very stoked on it. Yeah, okay. Um, but I mean, who knows?
1: Formula One, anything. Liberty can med- Media are very much on the front foot. I've noticed they'll try things. Yeah. If it doesn't work, they'll scrap it, which is fine.
0: But I feel like I don't know. I feel like the Formula One is such a big thing. You can't go on a championship round, and be like, "Oh, we're trying this."
1: Uh, yeah, it, it, you are correct. Yes, there is a lot of this. Maybe if we've got there maybe helping. they could do
0: like a non like for F F Formula One. Like Libya Media's got plenty of money. They spend how much billions on Formula One, right? Yeah. Do a non-championship round where they pay the teams to go there, and then they can test all their little funny gimmicky <laughs> rules.
1: It's like the pre-season testing. This is a warm-up round. This is a
0: warm-up round where we're going to try our crazy shit. And then we'll tell you what we're doing this year. (laughs) So, it doesn't cost you to run. We'll pay for it. Pay for your damages. (laughs) (laughs) The teams are like, don't touch no one. (laughs) Just cruise at this pace. Because they're not going to risk engines and that. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I feel like they need to do.
1: Well, it is an interesting um, idea. Like, I I don't know. I mean, how supercars try all crazy stuff? Yeah, I yeah. wish
0: we ditched that sixty sixty format. Well, earlier than what we did.
1: Yeah, I was surprised. See, that's the thing. I think Liberty Media are a bit more tuned into if something doesn't work, it changes. Um, some of the things I do miss, it's like, you know, the, the things that they've changed. Interviewing the drivers when they get out of the cars and not on the podium. I kind of miss their podium interviews. I, I yeah. do like, but I do like the interviewing them when they're hot out of the car. You're getting the honest answers. Um, yeah, I d- I do like that. Why why not both? Exactly, two different interviews. More interviews. Yeah, more more sellable TV time. Exactly.
0: It was odd on the weekend in qualifying with um, because Vettel pulled into the pits because he been, <laughs> he did did his <laughs> yeah, last lap. Yeah, yeah, Then yeah. he had to walk all the way down to go to the podium because they always assume that the top three cars are obviously going to be out on the track. Did you notice all of them come out there with plenty of time to go?
1: Yes, yes. Um I did notice that it was actually quite funny wasn't it because it's quite a long like it's a minute lap. 36 was the fastest lap time yeah yeah so it's not not the shortest lap
0: yet they're doing 48 they asked Bottas to do 48 can you do 12 seconds slower than your qualifying time please yeah
1: yeah should
0: we touch on this race because right. we've been recording for 40 minutes and we haven't touched on it yet
1: all right well uh claire was going to win and he didn't race done
0: Michael was was very sad (laughs) I was
1: I was was, uh, look I'm not I'm not completely unhappy I'd say maybe I'm pleased (laughs) what were your thoughts when you were watching this going how the hell did he pick this I was I was (laughs) literally sitting there on a Sunday night going well isn't this just fantastic (laughs) Michael's getting a point look Leclerc's (laughs) out the front here destroying them absolutely controlling the pace and then um Lap after 20. Well, after lap about fifteen, I think it was. They they radioed to the Ferraris. All right, you know, let's start pushing. And he started to push, and I, I went, okay, where's his lap time? Like he didn't have that much in the bank. The
0: no, like all the tires were done because they'd stretched him out for so long. There by the none. time they wanted to do so, what was what are we looking at? Vettel stopped lap nineteen. Judging by this, yeah, lap nineteen in the pits on lap twenty nineteen.
1: In the uh, pits, lap twenty.
0: Yeah, twenty twenty one. Sorry, I'm trying to look at this infographic, but it's like drops right down. Um, so Vettel pitted at the end of lap nineteen, start of lap twenty for ties Vettel gained two point six three four seconds in his out lap. Yeah. Because Inter- his tyres were slightly fresher when he went to do his in-lap, when he pit in, Vettel could push closer. So we're looking at this graph. You can see that Vettel actually closes the gap a little bit. His little worm yeah, goes yeah, up yeah. Yeah, okay. on, his, on the lap before he come into the pits. Then he's done a the,
1: the best out-lap of his career, people are saying. Yeah, it was a pretty good out-lap. The um
0: Leclerc could not push on his tyres because they were cooked after lap 20. Yeah. Yeah. Or
1: well, after, when, you know... The well, he yeah, he only pitted, what, is it, was one, one lap, lap later? One lap later. So, I think the problem was uh, with the strategy Ferrari employed at the start of this race, they were running around um, holding the whole pack up. Not not the first six. They were literally holding up. The first 20 up. up, yeah. Yeah. So... And that's fine. That was a good strategy, and in, in in the the idea was actually quite smart. Like let's take everyone's opportunity for an undercut away. But then there was this gap that sort of opened up. I think it was around Grosjean, Ricardo yeah, area. Yeah, somewhere sort around of there. 16th. I think no, it was Grosjean, Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg, yeah. So it was like sixteenth or something like that. They actually started to become this gap, and then a few of the fields started to pit behind them, and that they, so they're obviously dropping a whole pit stop back. So they started to open up these little gaps in the field where people could undercut. Mm. Now, Ferrari knew Max was coming in, and Max was right behind Vettel. He was not far away. Um, So they told Vettel to push. He pushed. And then at the end of that lap, he pushed. They pitted him to to make sure that they covered the undercut because they knew it was going to be quite strong. Uh, From Max, Max come in. Uh, Vettel come in, they come out. They did a great pit stop too. I think that was one of the quickest
0: ones. It wasn't the quickest. The quickest was done by Williams again.
1: Yeah, they, they they come out of the pits quite quite well, like mm-hmm. both of them. And then they both punched out amazing laps. And obviously... I honestly think everyone, people are going,
0: oh, well, you know, Ferrari's trying to give one back to Vettel, blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. No, I just think they didn't expect the outlap. I also think that they didn't have much choice. So they wanted to beat Vettel and if they didn't come in Vettel was going to no, undercut Max. them. Yeah, uh, sorry, they yeah. wanted to uh, Ferrari wanted to beat Max, sorry. is what I was talking about, sorry. I don't know how long I've been saying Vettel wanted no, to beat Max. No, you've only done it twice. <laughs> um but yeah, they they wanted to beat Max and if Ma- they had have left the, the you know, the red car out there, the the blue car would have been in front of them after one lap and then they wouldn't have had an option they would have had to then pit leclerc because max would have been coming for him as well mm. so there would have been this problem so what they did was actually the best way to get the 1 2 the only problem is it's it's very hard to explain the wrong one your, got 1 yeah it's very hard to explain to, your to the driver. guy that was leading
0: doing the lap times that he got told exactly ah oh, by the way he got undercut
1: yeah uh, I think he handled it very well, but he I was think very Charles mature. Was very mature. He he got his point across. Like I don't understand your strategy call here. Why am I second? But he was in a dominant position. He was the only one in the field that could probably have gone an extra lap and not lose out to any other teams other than Vettel, him his teammate. So um, yeah, that was that was definitely a very lucky.
0: I was I watched Rosberg's little race analysis of it. Yep. Now he was saying. He thinks the way Leclerc handled it was actually probably spot on. That's the way you should do it. He's like, Look, you can't not say anything against the team publicly. You have to be able to say something. Yeah. Because if you don't, then the team's gonna walk all over you. Yeah. But guarantee behind closed doors he was a lot more.
1: Oh yeah. That. Like But he came out sh-
0: now, apparently he's come out and said, Look, I understand what's happened.
1: Yeah, he's it's, even in his post race interviews, he's like Someone you can tell all the people that are interviewing him are trying to get in to say uh, say yes. negative things against yeah. Ferrari. Say how
0: much you don't like Vettel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely to the team's favoring someone or etc. And he he actually put a couple in their place. He's like you know, you can't they're like, Oh, you know, were you were you upset in the car? He's like, Oh, I was upset but I didn't understand what was going on. I c I don't I only have my own data and I can only see What's in front of me? I can't see the gaps behind me where people are going to fall in. And if they exactly. pitted me, I might have dropped straight in traffic, etc. was
0: people saying Vettel made his own call to pit. Mike, there is no way. He can't see. He doesn't yeah. know what's going on behind him. Yeah, it's No driver would pit this, by
1: themselves without the call. Especially like they might make that call a like, flat spot of tyre or the tyres go off and they, they feel that they've just lost three seconds a lap or something. Mm. They've just pushed them too hard but they're not going to do it when he was punching around consistent lap times. Um, I don't... Yeah, I don't see that being true.
0: So, Patel went from third to first. Um, What did... Did Max go from fourth to third? Yeah, he did. Obviously, Charles went from first to second, and the biggest loser that there was was Hamilton. Yeah. He went from second to fourth, and he lost 4.384 seconds to Leclerc by staying out to lap 25 or something.
1: Yeah, well, you just got to look at his degradation. Um, it, was, it was pretty severe. So they oh, really? made this strategy call. Mercedes were doing this really bold call, and if it had worked, they would have looked like geniuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were leaving Hamilton out because... There were quite a few that started on the medium and the hard tyre that were back in the pack, and they were running quite long. Gasly and Magnussen, I think it was. Yeah, well, it was quite a few. It was Ricciardo, um, Gasly, Magnussen. um, Antonio Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi. He led a race. That's
0: the first time since 1986 that an Alfa Romeo has led a Formula One race.
1: There you go. Yeah, well, he was also the first. I think Martin was saying he was the first non, Red Bull, Ferrari, or Mercedes to lead a race this year. There you go. Which is I thought was, very surprising. I didn't think that was true. But that's anyway. because everyone got backed up, so yeah. there so, wasn't the gaps. So anyway, they w- they were going to hold the front field up, so they were going to hold Vettel, uh, Max, and and uh, Charles up, because they were catching. There was I think six cars that yeah, were yeah, almost was, racing each okay. other. Yeah,
0: did you hear Christian Horner's comments when they were talking to him on the pit oh, wall? Yeah, that was and um, Antonio Giovinazzi let the Ferraris go yeah. by and he's like, oh, there's no surprise
1: there. The Italian <laughs> let the Italian cars through <laughs> on their sister team. No, it, it was it was um a very risk, big risk that they would get to these cars because they weren't wrapping them. They were actually fighting for position. So they weren't going to get shown blue flags. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have to let them through. And in this track, it is quite hard to pass, and you do burn your tires out trying to pass. So the the thought Mercedes had was, these guys are going to hit these cars, they're going to slow down, we're going to keep pushing along, then we're going to come in behind them, and we're going to pit, and maybe like un- or overcut them, yeah, yeah, because we'll get in front of the slower cars, or we'll be right, right behind them and we're going on to brand new tires, tires. and we will be able to blow through them. Didn't work. The team,
0: the cars. Pretty much all cleared him. I think it took him five, six laps to get past everyone.
1: Yeah. And in that time, Hamilton was losing quite a few seconds a lap, even with them following the black mark. Oh, he didn't lap. lose as
0: much as Bottas was losing. Oh. What What are your
1: thoughts on that? The right.
0: battery this is James.
1: Well, let's, yeah, let's cover what happened. We so need he, you
0: to do 48 eights.
1: Uh, Bottas actually coming quite early as well. He p- it was still on. one of the last ones to pit in the top 21, five. I think yeah he came in on 20 20 and then out on 21 yep. so he um he pitted quite late but not he's like times hadn't dropped off as bad and he was actually not that far like him and um verstappen were going to have a bit of a battle later in the race mm. like he was he had good pace he think on his out lap, he, he punched in the fastest lap of the race straight away. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then the team come over the radio and asked him to do a certain lap time for no eights. reason.
0: 48 know. Well, no, they said they needed the gap and we needed to work together as a team.
1: And we needed to make sure the tyres last to the end. Yes, yes.
0: So do 12 seconds a lap slower
1: than your qualifying
0: time. Yeah. Um, and by the way, do not let Hamilton
1: out behind you. Yeah. I think there were. We were discussing it before, but I think they were managing Hamilton more than they're managing Bottas. And,
0: like, Bottas says on the radio, he's like, oh, uh, okay, is this because he's staying out? They're like, yes, yeah. so he's like, but you, he's like, oh, we gave you the option to pit first. And they're like, he's like, yeah, but he What's chose it? to stay out, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, A-firm. Yeah. So it's not like,
1: oh, well, we gave you the, you know, we let you pit early. So now just slow down. Yeah. It's uh, like, well, well, this strategy's worked. Yeah. But let's ruin it because we the other guy in the lead in the number one car is uh not using this strategy, and we, we can't let your gone of the days, his. old
0: Ferrari would
1: have made the two drivers
0: swap around. Yeah. Now Mercedes is the one with definitely the number one and two driver.:
1: Yeah, yeah. you're not wrong, are you? It, it has flipped a little bit, hasn't it? Because
0: it, yeah, at the moment I' definitely I assume, is definitely gonna I be assume the, the Ferraris one. are free to race.
1: Yeah, they are. They are. They Mercedes. That the Mercedes are not times. free to race. Well, I guess so. You it become evident. Um, we had quite a few safety cars towards the end of this race, so it lived up to a typical Singapore Grand Prix. Yep. You know, you get every minute. You like lo- we they last two hours. We just made it too. Yeah. So that, I was
0: messaging a friend who was over there, and after the third safety car, I am like, oh, this is it." We're done. She's like, "What do you mean? Is it after three safety cars the race is called?" i "No, after two hours it's called, and we've we got to do some good lap times to get there." And yeah. well, they actually started pumping out some decent times.
1: Yeah, it is. It, it's quite funny. It's one of those tracks where you get every, you know, you get what you paid for. You're going to mm. get a quite a long race. So they um the the safety cars sort of dragged it out a little bit, and it helped the the Ferraris and Verstappen who pitted earlier because they could cool their tires. And get to the end. It all did make it a little bit difficult. I was listening to one of the interviews with Verstappen. He was talking about um, the fact that it's with the older tires that can be a little bit harder to get them to turn back on after a safety car. But he's like, it was good to be able to cool them off. And yeah, yeah. I think a lot the of the end. teams were
0: liking, like, oh, we can cool our tires down. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: If the, if they had have um, had to push to the end, I don't think it would have been tricky. Like not impossible, but mm-hmm. they would have been tricky.
0: All right. Well. We've, we talked a lot on not a Formula One. <laughs> We're going to we, Russia next week. Well, yeah. what, 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 oh, you I, I
1: was just going to talk about Ricardo. Okay, let's quickly talk about Ricardo. Ricardo had a fantastic race. Obviously, he had a problem with. Did qualifying. you know what the problem in qualifying was? Yeah, point zero 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 yeah. one on Number his second? like first
0: lap in Q three. That wasn't even his fast Q one. Q one. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Um, he went over a curb and it knocked the.
1: Well, it basically he bottomed out on a curb, which allowed his turbo to over over rev. Yeah, overspool,
0: yeah. and he used a little bit too much power. Yeah, and so boom, done. Removed from qualifying.
1: Yeah, but completely disqualified. Have to ask for permission to be in the race. Like that's, that's how much he was disqualified from qualifying. Didn't even register that he had a time in it.
0: Yeah, I know, and it's they had all the data there. Yeah, but great race from him. Like he had that incident where he clipped I can't remember who it Grosjean? was was it Grosjean Were he busted a tire yeah maybe
1: oh, i can't remember now i remember he was going ah i know right i like, oh, he's, he's like just smashing it out like doing great maybe passes it was, uh for was i yeah, mean yeah i have a feeling it's a
0: racing point. point i thought it maybe was perez
1: no it was uh, it was stroll. stroll yeah yeah now i remember did some great passing
0: though like he licked well, the
1: stamp and sent it he he lived up to his old Red Bull antics, didn't he?
0: Maybe those Renaults have got better brakes now because before it was like, oh, he couldn't...
1: Good car balance, I think, as well. Because so it... before
0: he said he didn't have the brakes underneath him or the yeah, confidence in the brakes. He didn't have the
1: confidence in the brakes, yet, And I think that come down a bit to the bra- like the balance of the car as well where now he's, the car is... Like, it's not a rocket ship or anything like that, but it, it's got the, a better balance that him and, and the Hulk are actually doing quite a good job. They're driving mm. pretty well. Um, quite often we're n- now seeing both of them in Q3, which uh, is it's good to see. It is Renault good, like the forward. Renault's Well, how b- good is Formula One point five these days? You know, you it's fantastic. can't tell when you go to Lando the Norris, gonna win.
0: seventh, career yeah. best result. Yeah, it well, he had a bit good. of a boring race though, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah. he he kind of got out of, ahead of he he hung around probably the best, um, out of the the midfield, didn't he, with the front runners for mm. quite a long time, so. Obviously, the front runners weren't pushing, and he was able to push a bit harder. But yeah, it was was good. Good good job.
0: Um. All right. So let's go into Russia next this weekend. Singapore, then Russia. That's a big jump. It is, isn't it? So I changed the way I sent the
1: messages out today. I did notice I got included. Yes. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I was I I did choose first out of us two last time. So I was happy. No, no. So you
0: can choose your. So you chose. Le- Mitch chose yeah. Vettel.
1: Yeah, and I've gone with Charles.
0: Yeah, and now I'm going to go Max. max Horrible thanks. decision because I checked the previous results. It's going to be Mercedes win it. They've only raced in Russia seven times, 1914, 19, 1915, and then the past four years or five years. Mercedes has won every race. Normally Mercedes won two or Mercedes Ferrari. I'm oh like, oh, damn.
1: Well, anyway. I don't no anymore. So, uh, like I <laughs> after said, last weekend, who well, knows. Well, exactly, and that's what I was about to say. Like I, we've now been to two two low downforce tracks. Not a big surprise that Ferrari are very fast and won those. Like they deserved to win them. They've worked hard on that. That's their car philosophy was suited those tracks. Then we went to Singapore, a track that doesn't suit their philosophy of how they built their car. But they've managed to Get the high downforce package really good mm. on the car now. Hence, why I'd say you've seen Vitello a little bit more energized because that's what he likes. Um, Russia is a bit of an enigma track. Like it's got some fast stuff in it, and it's, it's got, got some, some high s- downforce. Yeah, it's, downforce it's a areas. track. Yeah, so it will be interesting to see who wins. But I, I'm, I'm worried that we're gonna. Flip the table here, like have Mercedes started looking at next year's car already, and they've taken the ball they are off the ball this year, and are the updates not coming as well? Like I'm sure they have still got a, updates. The Braun GP where they didn't update the car all year. Yeah, well maybe maybe it'll be interesting to see what what happens here because um, Ferrari definitely seem to be walking forwards, and Mr. even uh, Red Bull seem to. We're walk getting a good
0: three way fight at the front. I just yep. wish like. McLaren would just Surprise us all And jump up there Yeah that would be awesome Wouldn't it Just all of a sudden Like shit McLaren's on the front row right. How the hell did we get
1: that Well they've been Slowly walking forward as well So same with Renault This year as well s- Everyone It's one of the things I was talking about before With the new front wing I think it's Helped for Haas. Everyone else come forward Except for Haas
0: Do we, we even to touch th- on them The fact that they Signed their two drivers Last
1: Yeah year we did talk about Last yeah. week Yeah Stupid it's Anyway Ridiculous But anyway they were back on their Australian setup, up I think, on Grosjean's car again this, this weekend. Reverted
0: back to the first round. Like, just don't
1: spend any money on the car. Just give us the first one. We'll race it how it is. I just... It's mind-boggling that they can't work out what's going on. They can't work out why they can't get tyre life out of the car. Essentially, they know how they can get time out of it, but good for five to ten laps and then... Yeah, they, they struggle the on
0: tyre life. All uh, right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here okay. because we're gone for a bit. So... You're Vettel. Um, no, Verstappen. Matt, M- you're, you're Leclerc. Yeah. Mitch is Vettel. Yeah. I'm Verstappen. That's the show. Done and dusted. Thank you Happy very 100th. much. Happy 100th. Yes. Thank you for everyone that's been here since. If you've been here from the beginning, let us know. That'd be great. Like, hum, like The fact that we've done 100 episodes now is... Can, it, it's it's yeah. I, I did not think we we're going to get past season one when we first started. I was like, oh, we'll see how long this goes for. Yeah. No, Thank God has... we've got mic arms now because we used to sit here and hold them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is It is a lot more comfortable. Plus, I don't make the mic noises anymore. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> we've
0: actually changed a lot of the times where you're like, oh, I've touched the mic arm. It's like... Uh, yeah. And so only you, like a couple of times we've like, had to re-record a whole episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've learned a lot <laughs> over we have. time. You've done a really good job editing all the episodes. Thank mm, you. Big yeah, commitment. Big part of your life uh, every week because it is quite frequent. Like. A, yeah. I'm sure everyone listening that understands how many episodes that come out but it is it's a big commitment to do it every week and um, yeah head, head well after every race
0: meeting so I really enjoy the winter breaks the summer breaks that's why I was like you should do an off-season episode I'm like no
1: <laughs> actually speaking of off-season completely off topic no one needs yep. to really know this um, are you interested they are looking at doing a wet season uh, go-karting championship up here this year so it's going to start wet in season. November
0: yeah <sighs> I'll lose the weight. Well, I'll
1: sweat you, it out. Well, get some more axles. <laughs> get some more axles. I'll we'll get to use wet weather tires. Yeah, and actually, so there is an agreement up here that we never use wet weather, even if it rains. But yeah, for I the know. wet season comps, they will, they've allowed wet weather tires if they declare the track wet. I'm keen for that. Yeah, I think it would be interesting. I, I don't mind been, driving in the wet. Well, I think it's been good for a lot. We, we do have a lot of really good go-karters that come from Darwin that actually race down south. And the the big thing we have is they don't get the... We don't get any wet weather driving. Because we just... We, we race in our best time of year up here in our dry season.
0: Also, our track slanted and has a river goes through it.
1: Yeah, a little bit. There's a few areas where we've got good... There's drainage. a few areas
0: where yeah. I'm going to wear my little floaties.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you go I've, off, you need it anyway. I, I have stood in one part of the track, like literally on an apex. Uh, and you're about above, two inches of water. Above my knee between ah. my waist and my knee deep. I know which corner you're talking at. Yeah, it look, the drain blocked and it obviously <laughs> it it's a, our tracks built on a side of a hill. <laughs> so it all ended up there, but anyway, it, it will be exciting. That's, that's pretty, pretty
0: cool. cool. No, I'm 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 interested in that. All right, well, thank you very much everyone for joining us for our 100th episode. Like I said, that's it's amazing. I can't believe we've got to 100. Um if you have anything you want to write in, write, us, write in. You can email us at breakinglate at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breakinglate. Or you can go check out our website, which is breakinglate.com. But we'll be back next week after the Russian Grand Prix. So thank you guys, and we'll see you. Catch ya. Bye.